ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. to you 
How many of you believe in the grace of God? You believe that the grace of God is sufficient for us. Hallelujah.
And as you are seated, I want you to lift your hands and ask the Lord to use you. Ask him to use you. Ask him to use you. Use me, Lord. To do great things for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Tonight, we are continuing with our ten journeys of a mega church pastor. And I want to welcome you to Expect Great Things Service. How many of you are expecting great things? And um, Bishop Asso taught me that you cannot expect what you have not inspected. That is, anything you expect should be carefully worked on. You can't just sit down and expect anything. Some people don't want to do anything and still they expect something. It's a mental condition. You cannot and should not expect anything you have not inspected. That is the details of what you are believing God for should be known to you. You should be involved in the details. So if you are expecting great things, the question is, what are you doing towards your expectation? So if somebody wants to have a very big center and I ask you what, why, why are you expecting a big center? Why? You should be able to run me down 28 things you are doing. Like somebody will say, I'm expecting a happy marriage. So what are you doing to see a happy marriage? You can't just be there. Every day is jollof. Because your mother taught you how to make jollof. Every day. Morning, afternoon, evening. There are things to do to have a happy marriage. Yes. And this generation of young girls don't know anything. 
you should go to their bedroom and see. As they are sitting here looking cute. (laughs) If you go to their bedroom, you will wonder why they don't own Zoom Lion. Anything you expect, you should work. Some people don't want to work. There are pastors who don't want to work, but expect great centers, great zones, great lot of members. Like a student who doesn't want to study. And wants to have a, 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 a. Is it possible? It's not possible. It's not possible. So, we are going into the details of things to do. Because we expect great things. I expect a great church. That is why I'm preaching tonight. I can give you ten reasons why I shouldn't preach tonight. But I'm forcing to preach. Because I want to see great things. Don't just be there expecting miracles. Even miracles are worked. You work miracles. Jesus worked miracles. He bent down. He could have broken his back. He bent down and took Sand. He spat on it. He was working it. Put it on the eye. He shook the guy's head. Small, small, small. (laughs) When the guy opened his eyes, he said, I'm seeing. But people are like trees. Jesus said, no, no. Apart from some hairstyles in town, men don't look like trees. There are some hairstyles that make a human being look like a tree. (laughs) And I can't see such a hairstyle around here. So he repeated it. He was working it. Suddenly, Eureka, I can see. I can see. Peter and John were going to the gates, to the temple, and they used, if you go to Jerusalem, you see the gates. The different gates, lion gate, but this one was a gate called beautiful. 
And there was a paralyzed man there who was always asking of alms. And so when he saw Peter and John, he said, can I have some money? But I'm very happy. The reason why there's not much power today among pastors is that they have a lot of money. Too much money makes you not depend on God. But these guys were broke. If Peter had money, we would not have read this miracle in the Bible. So sometimes, something you don't have becomes a reason why you see God's power. God sometimes deprives you of something so that you can depend on him. Like tonight, I have been deprived of something. So say I'm preaching coolly. <laughs> but last week, by this time, there was fire in the church. So God looks at you and he humbles you. So you can be cool. So Peter said, I ain't got no money, baby. But in the name of Jesus. There's somebody here, God is pushing you to trust him more. To trust him more. Not every lack is demonic. Not every pain is demonic. Not every sadness is demonic. He said, silver and gold. I'm very happy that he didn't have silver and gold. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the next verse says, if you say you rise up and walk, let him rise up and walk. If you're a man of God and you don't have money, and what you have is power. Then let the man walk. But he took him by the right hand <laughs> and lifted him. <laughs> May you take your center by the left hand and lift it. Lift it. Tell your neighbor, lift your basenta, lift it. He lifted. He took the hand and lifted him. Immediately, the Bible says, his feet 
and ankle bones. Receive strength. So, even if we close right now, we've had a service. Put work into anything you are doing. Put work and then the power of God will be demonstrated. He took his hand, lifted it. So there is always a need for you to play your part. In the wilderness, when they were hungry, bread rained. The rain was bread. But when Jesus met 5,000 people in the wilderness, No bread was no raining. <laughs> but but he, he had power to feed the 5,000. He had power. But he said, is there anybody here with bread? So they went around and looked for bread. Sometimes there's just a little you must do. But when he got the bread, he lifted the bread and he gave thanks. Then he began to work. He told the disciples, let the men sit down if you work it, work it. What's this arrangement? <laughs> Let them sit down. He needed order. So the, the, they are centers with too much confusion. You don't even know who is the center leader. An elderly woman there has taken over and determines even what the center leader should preach. Who should dance? Who shouldn't dance? So, may you do your bit. But tonight, for the first time, I want to talk about, you know, what are some of the journeys I've taught you? The anointing, Shepherding, sacrifice, industrialization, we've done four. Yes, we are still industrialization. We finished industrialization. <laughs> we finished. So today is the fifth or sixth. 
Today is the fifth. Today, for the first time, you know, all these things, anointing, shepherding, they are all journeys, symbolically. But today, I want to talk about a proper journey. A real journey that anybody here who wants to have a big anything, a big choir, a big church, a big zone, a bus center with three buses, one bus center, three buses, one bus center. Do you want it? Anyone who wants to see something great in God should be prepared to travel. People who don't travel don't see the power of God. When I say travel, I'm not talking about leaving Accra to go to Kumasi. Or leaving Accra to go to London. It's also a a travel. (laughs) But there is a movement. Everyone must make. Those who don't make that particular movement don't see big things. So today, I'm preaching on the journey called prayer. Mark one thirty five, and in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out. And in case you don't understand, he went out. He continued to say, and departed into a solitary place. And there he replied all his WhatsApp messages. Sorry, I was looking at somebody's phone. <laughs> And there he went on Facebook. Everybody say there. There is a certain place called 
despair. And every boy or woman who wants to do something substantial for God must learn to go somewhere to meet God. Ministry work is called the work of God. The work of God. What you are doing is called the work of God. Say the work of God. So, the people who talk to God work well. You can't work for somebody without talking to the person. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'm very privileged to bring to your attention the need to develop the habit of going to a place to pray. And the distances can be different distances. In your own house, you should move. How many of you want to be like Jesus? It's not good to pray At the very place you sleep. (laughs) That is why when Jesus woke up, he went out. Every place has what is done there. And if you try to change it, last week, was I in Botswana? I must have been in Botswana. That's two weeks ago. There was a major, two people died. (laughs) <laughs> somewhere in Europe I did forget anywhere <laughs> I saw the picture of ambulances at a car park of a high rise I, I said everywhere has what is done there if you want to do something <laughs> You must have a place where you do it. 
And this man, there was a party, some a graduation party, yes. Graduation party. And I think there was enough alcohol to go around. And enough, I don't know whether they were smoking other things, but they were drunk. And in their drunken state, something flaw. They decided to have sex on the balcony. We call it bambado. There's something. <laughs> bambado. I saw the pictures. They fell. <laughs> they fell from what floor died two naked bodies <clears throat> why <laughs> everything has a place where you do it That's why some of you don't have big anything. Your things are dry. Center is not working. Now what I've heard is that buses, bus centers, we don't have members. They, they, they move. They move from Medina or Otinibi or Gravel Pets. They don't care at all. Two members on the bus. They don't care. They move. Then they come to our junction. And members who are coming to church, they just collect them. Yes. Some even put the bus there. Like, like people who are not in the bus center and they are coming to church. Oh, come in. Enter. Come in. Then they drive them to the bus terminal and present them as souls. Azakatoka <laughs> Sakata. But I've got the medicine for you. <laughs> because you are barren. Nothing is going on. And instead of resigning, <laughs> you, are conti- you are persistent. So, so if you go, if you, on Sunday, if you go at the junction, there are battles there. Just join and come. But when you come, they won't drop you. They will take you first to the bus terminal to declare you. <laughs> <laughs> so we count ah, that it doesn't add. <laughs> yes. Because you can't work for somebody without talking to the person. If you are working for me and you don't talk to me, you can't work. Oh, no, 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 no. Because the instruction I gave you two weeks ago would have changed by now. 
Because I am a very dynamic person. My spirit is working all the time. I'm getting new ideas all the time. So you can be around me, but you are, you are, you are totally cut off. Cut you off. <laughs> so people, also those people who have been to university, who do project work, and all that, they think ministry is a project work. With strategies and activities. So you see them moving around. Move. Move. Saturday. Movie Saturday. They are are doing movie movings. Massive organized visitations and interactions. Then on Sunday... So, so I know some shepherds, they say they don't do visitation. But he has stopped. Because you stop. Because the week he did a lot of visitation, that's Sunday, nobody came. Is there anybody who has experienced it before? Like, like the more, it's like crusades. When the church goes out to do crusade, three days, at Indatwa Park or Oyarefa Park. That Sunday, attendance is reduced. Because ministry work is not done by strategies and activities. It is those who do it on their knees who see the works of God. That's why Jesus took a journey. In the Bible, most people who saw God's power moved somewhere to pray somewhere. And it begins in your house. Daily, have a place. Even if it is your room, your bed is here, you must have a chair somewhere. Because the bed is for sleeping. And if you wake up and you continue to pray on that bed, before you know, you are dreaming. And you are surprised that you are dreaming. (laughs) It's a very, very important thing. The work of God is done with prayer. Because it's the work of God. Habits. So I want to, in this first part, I'm doing two parts. The first part, I want to share with you about the ten things every leader should know about the power of habits. Have the habit of praying every day. Jesus had two big habits. A habit of going to church. In Luke 4, 16. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as 
his custom was. Look, if you want to be a real servant of God, real pastor, real man of God, you better develop habits. You can never be great without habits. Any point, point to a great person. I will tell you his habits. Point to a very bad person. I'll tell you his habits. We are made up of habits. Even your body size is made up of habits. Some people, they can't pass by food without touching it. It's habits. And no wonder your everything is big. Say habits. I'm saying that. Show me. Show me a very great woman. I will tell you that she is made up of habits. Show me a very, very bad man. I will show you what habits made him so. We are a product of habits. When I say get up and share something with us for two minutes... The English you speak is because of your habits. The work you are doing now is because of your habits in school. That's why you are sitting where you are sitting. Yes. Mary just sang. She's a product of habits. Frida just sang, full of habits. You want to be great? You want to expect great things? Then better develop habits. When we say industrialization, we are talking about habits. Yes. To make a car, it's a habit of, you are there. Your habit is just Putting the light there. The light. Somebody is there. Only windscreen. Habits. Hab- a habit is a practice that is so regular that it becomes a part of you. And I'm saying that anyone here who expects anything great should sit down and ask yourself, what are the habits I must develop? Because you can never be great without habits. And Jesus, the greatest, had habits. One of them was a habit of going to church. The other habit he had was the habit of going on retreats. John 18 verse 1. 
when Jesus has spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Cedron, where was a garden into which he entered and his disciples. Verse 2. And Judas, Kai, 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 and Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place. For Jesus oft times resorted thither with his disciples. He had a habit of going there to pray. That is how come Judas was able to find him. If some of you were Jesus, you would still be alive. We can never find you. Yes, you are not made up of habits. If you were Jesus, Judas will still be looking for you. <laughs> the Roman soldiers would have walked for 2,000 years. Habit. At the hour of prayer, you must have as a Christian, born again Christian, serving God, you must have your hour of prayer. You can't just live anyhow. The reason why we are nothing. Look. The people in this room, the crowd here, right now, we are capable of filling this huge cathedral three times over with overflow. But most of us here are useless. Useless. That's why today, Christians are doing something wrong. Christians who read their Bibles, who have met the blood of Jesus, Christians are doing something. It's almost like unbelievers are doing it. You take your bus to the junction, and people who are coming—they're not in your bus center. You just call them to join. It's like there's no truth in you. There's no honesty in you. If you are truly honest. I'll tell you what to do. Give them a lift. And drop them here. And take your two members to the bus terminal. That these are my members. But don't carry them there. And present them as your members. When you don't even know their names. center has 50 members and I'll dash you my wife <laughs> yeah I said I'll dash you my wife 
I'll give it to you. The reason why I'm speaking so boldly is that it doesn't exist. <laughs> How? Lift your hands and pray. How can you expect great things without habits? Shamahola mahandala baka. I can't see your hand up. I won't see your hand is up. I know you have come from work. You are tired. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to impart habits. There is not one great man or woman I know who will not tell you that these are my habits even if I can't find one for you now I can point to Jesus Jesus habit of praying habit of going to church Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm having a good time. Please be seated. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. Of us here have nothing to show because there's nothing about you. You see, the first thing is a habit is an act that is repeated easily without thinking about it or planning to do it. That's a big one without thinking, about, I mean, without meditation, it, it just comes naturally. It's repeated. And I'm saying to you that if you have the, the in, even the slightest hope of becoming great in the ministry, then tonight I'm telling you that develop habits. And one of your habits should be the habit of talking to the person you are serving. You meet, you meet a center leader whose center is persistently nine members, 11, 8, 10, 9, 11, 13, 6, 16, never breaking into the 40s or 60s. You are looking at somebody whose destiny has been truncated by the absence of habits. If you want to do what I am doing, develop habits. And even where I am in the ministry, if I want to move to my next level, I must develop a new set of habits. We are made up of habits. A habit is an act that becomes your custom, whether you are conscious of it or not. It's your custom. I mean, like, easily. 
That's how come Jesus, the Bible says that he entered the synagogue. He just went straight to the pulpit. He took the scroll. The Bible says, and there he found the place. He found the place where it was written, like a lamb led to the slaughter. He found the place. Because he had the habit of reading the scroll. He had read it so much that he just is there. If I say to you, find Habakkuk, your wife will give birth and you can't find it. You've not found it. No, I'm saying to you that the reason why you are not great is that you are not, you are not made up of habits. <laughs> A habit is often an insignificant act that seems to have no power to affect the future. It's insignificant. It's like something you do, but it seems that it has no power, but it has power. As we were in school, your friends were learning every night. You were in town every night. Having discussions every evening, at least three times a week. You were also in town, sleeping with girls three times a week. And it looked like in the morning, we all wear our orange shirt and khaki shorts. But today, your classmate is a doctor and you are a mobile money agent. <laughs> yes. If there's anything we are doing tonight, we are, we are going to wait on God and ask him to make us into a bag of habits. A habit can be either good or bad. Natural or spiritual. Yes. Spiritual habits like morning prayer and having a daily quiet time. Natural habits like brushing your teeth. Yes. Some people don't want to relate to you because your mouth smells. I'm not joking. Or having your daily bath. So your body has developed an odor. Not because your mother gave birth to you with that scent. But because of habits. So when you say habits, it can be spiritual. It can be natural. But it's a habit. And we are made up. How many of you want to be great? How many of you are expecting great results in your ministry? I beg you. I beg you. Maybe Uncle Francis was right. Maybe he was right. It's possible that he was right. This may be industrialization too. But I'm preaching about prayer. That prayer, if it's not a habit, you won't prosper in the ministry. And if you are under a madman like me, I will sack you. Yes. There's no space around me for non-performance. Because people don't want to pay the price. Everything can be explained. 
There is no mystery. There's nothing like a mystery. Until it is understood. It's a mystery. Good habits are repeated as easily as bad habits. Bad habits lead to consistent failure and defeat without the person realizing, oh, Bishop Dagwood Mills, without the person realizing what is happening. I'll take it again. Bad habits lead to consistent failure and defeat. Without the person, many of you, some things are happening to you in your life. You don't know what is happening. You don't understand it. But if you meet an intelligent person like me, I'll explain to you a habit you have or don't have. Which is a result of what you are where you are in life and what you are doing. If your center services are persistently flat, you don't get members, I can, I can tell you what you're not doing. Our zonal leaders were not working. But I, 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 I railroaded them on a path that got them to work. And tomorrow evening, we are here having a major meeting for Zona leaders. Yes. Persistent failure. Things are not working. Are you surprised that your bus always comes on Sunday with 50% occupancy? And people are doing 125%, 175%, and yours is 80%. And when, when, we, when we ask you what's happening, you just open your hands like that. It's, it's like, you don't know what's happening. Come to me. I'll explain to you what's happening to you. That's why now, we are industrializing the church. Yes. Week one, week two is movie. Week three, week four is move. Say move. M O O. Massive organized outreaches. We are moving. Every fourth Sunday in this building, God has given us here a salvation Sunday. Including the Sunday. Whether I'm here, a dog preaches, a cow sings, we are doing salvation Sunday number four. Number four Sunday. As a habit. It's a habit. First week, it's a habit. We do visitations. And now, Charlie, the forms are. I mean, when you see it, you want you would like to fail it. Okay. Very nice forms. Beautiful. Aye. People don't want to work. 
we are developing a happy see, because we now understand that you can't be great. Sana. Asomwa. Jesus' greatness was because of habits. Even scriptures to be fulfilled, it had to take habits. My own friends that I ate with has betrayed me. That's a scripture. He was nailed between two thieves. A scripture. And they parted his garments. His Bible. All of these things are in the OT, Old Testament. We call it Jesus Christ in prophecy. For the scriptures to be fulfilled, he had to have a habit of praying so that his Judas will find him. Without habits, all those scriptures in Isaiah, in the Psalms, would not have been fulfilled. The, 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 the verses about you that are not being fulfilled are because of habits. I don't have. God's great works in your life are waiting for your habits to be fulfilled. I'll take it again. God's great works in your life are waiting for your habits. Without your habits, God's word about you will not be fulfilled. About your marriage will not be fulfilled. Yes. I remember many, many, many years ago. Many years ago, in the early 40s, I was in the hospital. And a lady came. I remember her like it was yesterday. I was scanning patients. A doctor had sent her to me to find out why she's not getting pregnant. So I was scanning her, checking. And as I was scanning her, we were chatting. Check out, check out her womb, her things. Everything is normal, 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 normal. As a, has your husband been seen by a doctor? Has he done some tests? Said they've done some tests. And they say everything is normal. That's why they sent me here. I, I check out, everything is normal. I said, a prophecy is waiting for a habit to be fulfilled. That thou mightest by them wage a good war. Then I just asked her, ah, so how often do you have sex? So, no, no, we don't do such things. I said, why? And she explained that the, the answer was right. This is Accra Kolebu. She said she was working, I don't remember now, whether it's in Sawam or somewhere. You know, and the husband lived in the um, Manprobi area there. So she, she's there. And like, she lives there. And the man lives here. I mean, once a while, she comes home once a while. Yes. And there are people that I know. Even the once a while, no show. <laughs> Light off. 
So I told her that, Madam, this thing I'm doing here, you are wasting my time. <laughs> oh, I told her. I said, you are wasting my time. I told her that, are you expecting the spams to be emailed? <laughs> I said, she said, oh, doctor, what are you saying? I said, I'm asking a question. I said, are you expecting your husband's spams to be emailed to you at this hour? You must be with him. Move. Yes, you are sewing somewhere. Move. And be with your husband. Because even in the month, it's not every time with the man you can be pregnant. There's a time. It's very narrow. I said, I said will you do what I'm saying? I said, I've done, I've checked everything. You are perfect. That's nothing wrong with you. I will not. I was one in a few months later. I was in the same room because he knew where to find me because it was a habit. I had a habit of scanning in that room at a certain time every week. I was there and nurses entered. I said, Dr. Go, somebody has brought you eggs. Yam. Red oil. I said, hey, am I an idol? <laughs> am I an idol? Yams. Eggs. crates, Red oil. And something. A boom. Then behind the nurses was the woman. She came. said, doctor. I'm happy I found you. By the grace of God, I am pregnant. I took the eggs home. I told my wife, this egg is prophetic. <laughs> it's prophetic eggs. <laughs> Don't serve anybody in the house with it. Every morning, I swallow one. <laughs> I said, a prophecy is waiting for a habit in you to be fulfilled. Without that habit, that word of God will never come to pass in your life. Somebody should get up and go. Somebody here should get up and go. You've had your word. If you're a man, go. <laughs> yes! You, see, you may think I'm joking. There is a word that must come to pass. And it's not coming to pass. Because you are not having a habit. If it was this wife and a husband, they had no habit of regular sex. So the pregnancy, maybe a prophet spoke. Or she herself had the word. It's not happening. As if God is a liar. Yeah, that's why Paul said, let God be true. Let God be true. You, if God is ever going to be true, you must let him be true. Because if you don't let God be true, he won't be true. God just doesn't become true. You have to make God true. Let God be true. And every man a liar. Yes. I remember many years ago, I stood in Archbishop Duncan Williams' office. And he, 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 he told me one thing that I've not forgotten. He said, the best answer to give to your mockers 
is hard work and success. That's the best answer. Yes. When you work hard and you succeed, your success will let people who don't like you even like you. There are people who don't like me, but they are forced to relate with me. Yeah, because in the world I have in, you will be forced to relate with me. You'll be forced. You'll be forced. You will, even if you don't like me, you will, you, you will have to because you will need me. Let God be true. But every man a liar. There's a prophetic word about your ministry that though your beginning was small, your latter end should, should, should greatly increase. But many of you here, your beginning was small and your end is becoming small. Why? Because that prophetic word is waiting for habits. So you are there as if God is a liar. As if God is not faithful. As if God doesn't like you. As if God doesn't whatever. But Mr. Asma, come, come, come. Where is he? I told him to say a testimony on Sunday. But maybe I shouldn't even let him say because it's too long. You see, I gave him work to do. He printed this. And it was a lot of work. To get this done, you need about one week. But he had to do it in one day. And he was he was sleepy. He was sitting here on Saturday, dozing, a grown-up man who should be in his bedroom. He was dozing. So, in order to be awake to supervise the work, he called a, a boy, one of the dancing stars, to sit by him. And when he's bowing his head, he'll just hit him small. <laughs> Am I lying? And then, and then what happened? Around 11 o'clock, he woke me up. 11 a.m. in the morning? No, p.m. Oh, you were here? 11 in p.m. So Saturday, 11 p.m. He was here? Yes. I'm saying that there's a prophetic word about your life. Eh? It's waiting for diligence. It's waiting for habits. It's waiting for hard work. Otherwise, it will never happen. And God will be a liar in your case. The prophetic word the prophet gave is not true. That's why Paul said, Romans 3, 4, let God be true. If you don't let him, he will never be. Let him be. And how do you let him be? By your habits, by your hard work, by your diligence. Then God's word comes true. Yes, at 11 p.m., what happened? He woke me up. And he was sleeping. Me. He had been with me for an all night. Morning, he had not slept. From the all night. He had been working on this thing for all day. And, because it was on Sunday. Because you know me. If I come and I tell it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Our man, I don't want to joke with him at all. So he was sitting there. 11 p.m. 
And what happened? The boy woke yes. you up. The boy he woke, said, he woke me up and told me that he thinks there is something going wrong. Yes. So I looked at that time we were uh, pasting this one. Then I noticed that the email bishop, uh, org had misaligned by about one inch. That is, the thing is done like that. <laughs> yeah. So I asked, I asked my guys, I brought people from work. From, from his yes. office. So his workers were there working. And he brought this dancing star as his moderator. He sleeps a little and he wakes him up. So he woke him up at 11 midnight, 11 p.m. That something is wrong. His own workers couldn't see what was happening. But the dancing star said, no, something is wrong. So when he woke up and went and checked, the, 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 the email address or the website or whatever address had, had shared. <laughs> and then what happened? So I looked at it and I asked, why is it that I was sitting here and they didn't call me? I'm here. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm at home. I'm here. You two, you are here. If there's a problem, call me. Mm-hmm. So eventually I took a pen knife and then I tried to do some surgery around it and then it worked. It worked. But later on, I realized that I had something that... Uh, Bishop Ogo told me during the service that there are two people in the service that I am supposed to employ. If I employ them, everything will be fine with my business. I have given him a prophetic yes. word that there are some two people in this large thousands of people's service. He must find them. But up until Saturday, he had diagnosed no. me as a liar. A Sakawa prophet. <laughs> But as he was thinking about the prophecy, he said, mm, if this boy has an eye to see malalignment of one inch, then this is the boy I'm looking for. It's not easy to see. The things of God, they unfold to the hard working. To the diligence. Suddenly, the person is looking for his son. Today, he was interviewed. Uh-huh. If it were you, I'd said, I called him. I sh- this thing is at the Kodesh. As soon as I saw it at the Kodesh, I called him and said, This thing, produce it. He was going to give us, I said, Hey, my friend, move, move. Produce it. Produce it on Sunday. Was it here on Sunday? Yes. The diligence, the hard work was supposed to meet the prophetic word. So until the hard work came, that word which had already gone. Please put up 1 Timothy 1.18. This charge I commit unto thee, my son, Timothy. According to the prophecies which went before on the that is Timothy, prophetic words have been spoken over your life, my son. Prophetic words have gone on over your life. And I'm writing to you, I'm charging you that by these prophecies, 
you must you must war a good warfare. You fight for a prophetic word to come true. The fact that God has said it, that's a song. That God said it and that settles it. God said it and that settles it. It's one of the biggest lies. The fact that God has said it does not mean it will happen. I'll take it again. The fact that God has said it does not mean it will happen. The fact that God has said it does not mean it will happen. You have to wage a war. You have to fight a fight. You must have habits. God said it. That settles it. Is it this type of words that rhyme? A lot of them are nonsense. Some of you here, that's why Christ said when you pray, say, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because some of you this evening, you should have driven a car here. You should have driven a car here. By your ways. Your ways. Your ways. And people look at you, and all they say is, God is a liar. How can, how, how can you be serving God? A man at your age, you are not married. God is not faithful. How can you serve God? And you are failing your exam. God is not faithful. If God is real, he must protect his servants. He must protect who? God doesn't protect lazy people. He doesn't protect people who don't value the principles that he worked for six days out of seven. You don't want to work for seven days out of seven. So the work in the church is barren. Singers don't sing well. Instrumentalists don't play well. Sweepers don't sweep well. Projectors, they don't project. You, you, you give a verse and it takes three minutes before they find it. You say Malachi, they are going to Micah. In the church, things are just dry because people just don't want to have habits. Your center will never be empty. If you have a habit of going out. Yes, I know. My son, was, a, was a, some time ago, he was a pastor in Legon here. He comes from Kolebu to the house. He comes by 12 noon, he leaves. 12 what? Noon. He comes back 12 midnight. I'm not joking. In fact, I was forced to buy a car for him. Because it was very dangerous. I was forced. I had to. Because it's a privilege for me to have a son who is serving God. Whatever help I might give him, I'll give him. But I'm happy to see God. If, if he was coming home at 4 p.m., 12 noon to, to 4 p.m., or 3.30, or 4.14, or 4.28, there'll be no need for me to buy a car. By this time, he will still be walking. But maybe God's prophetic word is that by this time, he should be driving a car. And that driving a car had to coincide with hard work. He, he walks through Legon for eight hours. Ten hours. Not once a month. Every Saturday. Every Saturday. He's 21 years old. Yesterday, he brought 1,000 people to church. At, uh, Jesus, Jesus uh, what is the name? Shulun Sunday, first love. 1,000. A 21-year-old boy. 1,000 useless man. 
useless man. Useless. 21. I'm not even happy. I'm t- I wish it was somebody else I knew. But Nanaya, Zara's husband, he was here. He was here. One of us. One of us. How many did he bring to church? Uh, 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 whatever. 600 and something. He carried them for Swollen Sunday. Hundreds. Thousands. Last Sunday, our children, not your uncle, our children in first love, they gathered 27,000 people there on Sunday morning in church. 27. Swollen Sunday. 27. Why? Why? You, you should try it and see. Try it. And I know you won't even try it. Because that type of work, it is habits. It's habits. If you don't have the habit, my daughter is also there. She's not a pastor. She's just a center leader or some assistant, something, something. Every Saturday, she goes for communion stars. They go to mix communion. After that, she goes to do outreach. Every Saturday, whether she's failing her exams or she's passing, habits. I'm not surprised. I would have been surprised if they had undershot. I am not surprised. Some of you here who are center leaders haven't stepped out to do any outreach in the past four weeks. And as we are doing our industrialization, it's because of forms you must fill. And, and, I, and I know many of you are going to fill forms with wrong names. Oh yes, I'm not a fool. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, cry. It's okay. Everybody lays his bed and lies on it. Mm. We all lay our bed and you lie on it. But I'm just I, I explaining to you that what happened in first love was not an act of serendipity. It's not some chance that, that they just one Sunday. No. They've been doing it for years. They've been doing it for years. One thousand were there. Cool. From a 21-year-old boy. I can't even get you to bring 50 members to church. I can't get you. And is it because you are inferior? No, you are not inferior. The big difference and the small difference is just one. That you don't have habits. They have habits. That's all. Once you develop habits, you will be like them. It's like school. It's like school. Most people who pass get eight ones and so on are not very intelligent. It's hard work. Study now. You pass. You, you will pass. You will pass. Your state you are in is a result of habits, good or bad. Already, already, already. We are not even one year or whatever, two years, one and a half. We are not, already, people are introducing falsehood, lies, trickery, chicanery. I mean, I had new center leaders. I told Eva. Anybody who hasn't passed for the past four weeks, remove their names. She, she has cleaned it. I've got a few. I'm going to spend my time with them. 
going to spend my time. The same way, tomorrow, I'm going to sack zonal leaders. It's a promise I'll keep. So help me God. It's a promise I'll keep. It's a promise I, I'll keep. By the time tomorrow is over, unless I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not alive. Yeah. Once your thing comes up now, say, ouch! Leave the room now! Leave here! Don't, don't, don't talk, just leave here. Leave the room. I want to assure you, there is no great man in life. There is nobody who is great. There is no small man. Only people with habits. There is no great man. There is no small man. It's only on earth. It's only people with habits, good or bad. That's what makes people into big, small, great, rich, poor, or anyone, anyone. Rich men, millionaires, habits. Somebody has money, habits. That's why most rich people don't give because he doesn't see why he should take his money and give to somebody who doesn't prepare to do anything. Even me as a pastor, there are times I don't even feel like preaching to people I don't as I, I see are not interested. If you've noticed this service we are having here, I preach for about two and a half hours. I am myself more than Sunday morning because the effort it takes to come here must be rewarded. This is a forest we are in. We are in a thick forest. A thick forest. But this discussion we are having, this preaching I'm preaching, is about church. Put church aside. Look at your life. You let us mentally extract church. Throw church away. Look at your life. What are your habits in the house? What are your habits in the school? What are your habits in the office? Why are you not chosen? When they are calling people, why are you not called? Thank you, sir. Is that bad habits are easy to form and difficult to live with. And good habits are difficult to form. But easy to live with. I'll take it again. Bad habits are easy to form but difficult to live with. Yes, because it makes your life difficult. Some of you here, you, I say you, for now, let's, let's, let's take this to be a political rally. Or we are having a meeting at town hall. This, forget about church. Remove Bible from your lap. Let's talk life. Many of you here are having a difficult life. Yes. I said, don't, don't, let's not do center. Let's not do bar center. Just your life. Just your life. You dress nicely with your wig, with your hairstyle. Your husband has to kneel down and beg you before you allow him to have sex with you. Then we are here in the church now, before we know it. Your, your husband has gone to impregnate another woman. He's following her. And then you become a prayer topic. We must always be praying for you at prayer meetings. Every all night, you must pour oil on you. 
You may think I'm joking. I said, your life itself. Look at it carefully. Many of you are suffering now because bad habits are very easy to, to form. Very easy. Because sin, that's why we are in the world. In the world, it must be very easy to develop bad habits so that you can get more people to, to sin. Very, very easy. It's so easy. This phone is so easy to watch pornography on it. So easy. To pam, pa, 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 pa. That's it. If he has to go and watch Dagwood Mills videos, he must get some password. He must press this. The video is jacking. But pornography is smooth HD. HD. High definition. <laughs> yes. Video streaming was developed with the pornography industry. Yes. Video streaming. It was developed. High definition. Beautiful pictures. The skin is No noise except the noise they are making. Preaching, McAfee, we can't even find him. He's eating somewhere and the sound has gone bad and bright. He's moving up and down like a mouse in the church, a rat. It's so easy to watch pornography. Believe me, it's so easy. To get one video to watch of preaching, you need to go which website, which name, which this. Problems. So bad habits, so easy. It's so easy not to pray. It's so easy to have a full night. Tuesday morning when we are praying, zonal leaders are sleeping. It's so easy. That's why if the pastor doesn't pray himself, for God to help him with angels, He says he's depending on center leaders to pray for the work. It's not going to happen. Oh, by the way, um, this Friday, this Friday, uh, the, the Basanta prayer meeting is not coming on. Yeah, I'm praying with my regional heads. They have an all night here. From here, they are going to have their STS. Yes, for an all night with regional heads and zonal leaders. Those are Wunsak. We are meeting here to pray. So inform the Basantas. They are not. The, the, Phone stars, whatever stars. Another time, next week or something. But I, I, I'm even going to. Ch- I'm, I'm, I'm reorganizing. That, that's all night for Nina uh, Basanta. All night where we sold the messages. So it's going to be once a month. Other second week or third. Because last Friday is all uh, Nina. What's the name of the thing called? Uh, Salvation Sunday all night. I thought. Fourth Friday night is Sabbath Sunday all night. And I, I, I may not even do it as a regional thing. We, we all come here to come and pray. Yeah. So things are going to change anyway. So this Friday, let your dancers sleep. They don't even come anyway. You just sleep. It's so easy. If you want to pray, if you want to pray, let me have it. Let me have it. If you want to pray, it's so difficult to pray. It's so difficult to pray. It's so difficult to pray. But those who overcome it, 
lead easy lives. <laughs> they see the miracles. It's so difficult to read your Bible. So difficult. Especially if it's King James. Some of you cannot even pronounce the King James. King James. King James. King James. It's so difficult. You are sitting down with a verse and you don't understand the verse. And the Holy Ghost is also not speaking. You know, there's pornography you can watch and enjoy. Nigerian movies you can watch and enjoy. And there's a scripture you are looking at it. Ah, what? Quit you like men. How can a man quit? What does it mean to quit? <laughs> Just throw it away. Go your way. And your life is difficult. Your ministry is difficult. Your center work is difficult. You can't make it because good habits are difficult to form. What an easy life? Then choose. Choose the easy one now and the difficulty later or the difficult one now and the easy life later. Oh, I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. In, no, in life, I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. It, there's no way I'll be poor till I die. The school I've attended, there's no way I'll be poor till I die. It cannot be. It cannot be. I can't be poor. Because I've suffered. I've suffered first. What are the church we are having? I mean, this, this, is, this is just leaders. Even a lot of them are, are not here. Because regional heads and zonal leaders couldn't get their leaders to come. Look at the crowd we are here. You can't get your leaders to come for a meeting and you are expected to have workers in your work. I mean, it won't happen. So what happens then? I'll, I'll suck you. I'll remove you. Because your things are not growing. Your graph is not dying. It's not dying. Because people just don't want to work Form the habit the hard way and enjoy a good life. So as I said, you cannot even speak English. But your classmate is the SRC president in Legon. Now he's your classmate. You are here, you can't speak English. You are having a difficult time. If you, if you call you for an interview, you will fail because you can't express yourself. Because while you were in school, you were having a good time. Good time at the wrong time. You don't work and just be around looking nice and looking cool. Your sins will find you out. Habits are safety procedures for leaders. Yes, say safety procedures. This is because even when a leader is under pressure, he will do certain things which are good habitually and naturally. Yes. If he's under pressure, under great pressure, he said, no, access. Look at access verse 1. If it's a habit... Being under pressure, failing exams, 
your car burning, your whatever. No, no, no crisis can, 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 can stop a habit you have formed. So when there was a problem of feeding the widows, what was Peter's response? Do you know widows? 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 Do you know widows? Do you know where a widow is? Who is a widow? Somebody. Somebody whose husband is dead. Is that what you are also saying? A woman, not somebody. <laughs> somebody whose husband is dead. Don't talk like, like that as a Christian. Don't say somebody. Is it a man or a woman? Widows in the Bible are special people to God. God will choose widows hundred times before he will attend to uh, a woman who's even, even if your husband is alive and he's beating you, you're not important to him. I said what? Even if your husband is alive and he's doing what? Beating you, you're not important. He should die. So you can also kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you become important to God. By the way, that, that was just on the, on the lighter side. But widows, you don't joke with them. You touch a widow, it's a problem for you. You help a widow, God is blessing you. Yeah. He, he, he is the husband of the widow. Some people in the Bible, you don't joke with. Fatherless people, widows, don't play with them. Orphans, don't you? That's why in this church we give to orphans every 31st December and then sometime in the year. We give. If you like, don't give. Your money will, will, will dwarfs, dwarfs will come for the money. <laughs> dwarfs will come for the money. So, so I'm saying that if you are in a church and there's a problem with widows, that is an emergency. I'm saying that. Habits are a safety procedure for leaders. Like, like if you form a habit power and you are a leader, no emergency can dislodge it. Whatever is a habit, no emergency, no problem can remove it. No problem. One guy's wife died suddenly, a drunkard, in the morning before 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 he could go to the blue cloth to drink. His wife died. His wife was in his arms. People were gathered around him, commiserating, and he was weeping. He just raised his head and told one brother, "But." <laughs> Safety. His dead wife in his arms could not stop him from drinking. <laughs> I said, no emergency can dislodge a habit. 
preaching, any pastor who is normal will stop whatever he's doing to attend to widows. But what did he say? The twelve. He said, never. <laughs> he said, it is not reason. Can I have another translation, please? These people don't understand the screen games. They said, we apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God. Not running a food program. You see, many of you, because some things are not a habit, one text message can send you to town. One problem can move you. But those with habits, they are there. Until he has prayed, he's not moving. Until he has read his Bible, he's not moving. But in your case, it's not a habit. Even as you are praying, you are checking your text messages. But the disciples, they said, no. No, 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 no. Widows can't find food. Please. Makosha Kataba. We will not run a food program. So let's find other people. Yes. He will call. Yes, William. Where are you? All right. I hear uh, uh, um, some car, this person's car is, uh, has stopped. The radiator is bent. So go and, go and work it. Go and send it to someone to go and, uh, you know, repair it. Go and do something about it. And just on the phone is praying. He himself would never go. Yeah, because emergencies cannot dislodge habits. Yes. Some of you guys, the day you got your result that you had failed your exam, you still fornicated that night. It's a habit. Yes. It's a habit. I knew a girl. She's here. She's in the service. She was in a university. A barber was cutting her hair. You may think I'm joking. My story is a, a barber was cutting her hair like this. In the middle of the haircut. He said, no, stop. He said, look here, look here, look here. She went and closed the windows, locked the door. She had sex with the Baba in the room. When they finished, she continued the side. Haircut, the cutting of hair. Couldn't stop it. When you have a habit, no devil. You know, can you stand to your feet and lift your hands? Before you sit down, I want to continue. Pray right now. Just pray. Lift your hands and pray. 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 Because, look, as you grow, look at me. As you grow, and some of you have already grown, emergencies will come to torpedo your ministry into the bush. Useless things will occupy you. Mm. Sleep will push away Bible study. Comfort will remove prayer. And you are there. You are a pastor, but nothing is happening to you because the ministry is not done with strategies. It is done by praying. 
Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray. No movement. Pray. Naturally. 
soul winning can be so natural. It can be as effortless as putting your finger in your nose like that. Many of you just... A girl brought up well, wearing high heels, talking to her. Stupid girl. Say natural. Spiritual things can come to you naturally. I'm looking for, yeah, I've got shepherds. I've got pastors. This is Paul. I've got all the people. I'm looking for somebody who does the ministry naturally. Oh, Jesus, help me. I'm preaching. Natural. But we can't find them. We have to jack you. We have to pray. We have to institute movie one, movie two, move three, move four. With threat and curses. If you don't do outreach on the first week, I'll forgive you. But second week, no outreach, your testicles will swell. They see people are going, holding their testicles. <laughs> Small work we are doing. We have to curse you before. How? Yeah, I won't curse you. Why? Why should I curse you? Curse you? Didn't mean you do what the curses. Be there. I'm doing. Ah, but I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. You see, I, I, I was telling my son. I said, don't try to be a specialist. When you finish medical school, just pack your tools. <laughs> oh, yes. No, there's some things you shouldn't try at home. And don't try it in town. I said, what I did is dangerous. It's rare to find specialists of my caliber. I'm telling you about myself. Our type we don't just drop the things. Because they're part of our lives. It's part of our lives. I can look at the next one. This, this, this one, she said, which? This one is going to die. <laughs> yes. My coming to full-time ministry was one of the miracles of my life. You don't drop things easily. University for 16 years, studying. You don't just drop. So I told him, Opana, I beg you, when you finish here, just write your letter. Because if you try to specialize, you may never come to the full-time ministry. And you are a pastor. When I see your face, you are a pastor. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> At all the years I spent, couldn't stop me. Back then, I mean, when I got born again, the day I got born again, there was done broadcast. How many years ago? 36. 36. 36. My wife took me to her church. Second week, I was in follow-up ministry. How many weeks? Second week, 36 years ago. Not a course for 16 years can't stop me. I'm afraid for some of you. I'm really afraid for some. I mean, you are sitting here in church. In fact, some of you should wear white, white always because 
your being in church is a miracle. I mean, somebody like you who has done bad things in town, that you are now here and you have no habits and you are still around, it means I give you two years, you won't be here. Or you are, you, 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 you must be some Sakawa church member, this type of 419, you are not a clear person. A clear person. You can't last. The habits you have formed. Some of you girls, any man you told yourself you sleep with, you slept with him. The only person you couldn't sleep with was a man you saw, you thought he was normal, no, he was a mental patient, and you, you moved away. But every other man you determined that I would sleep with this man, I slept with him. <laughs> if you don't change and develop habits, Real habits. Can you clap your hands for industrialization? It's going to give us habits. Which one? Which two? Now, we don't go to some internet somewhere to fill. We are going to be giving Google forms. You fill forms. You don't have smartphone. You can't serve God. <laughs> no, you can't serve God. Do you have a smartphone? Are you a shepherd? What? Center leader? Center or center? Center leader. Center leader. Is that correct phone? Hmm. Do you have that government spot? I don't want to start. Hmm. Should I start? Ten reasons why every shepherd should pray. Number one. Pray. Because prayer is a great act of faith. Say faith. Faith is what we use to live. Faith. For without faith, Hebrews 11.6, it is impossible to please God. Without what? Faith. It's what? Impossible to please the man you are serving. The man you are working for. But when you pray, because faith is believing in God, without believing in God, you can't please God. In fact, Hebrews 10 38, now the just shall live by faith. Are you a just man? Then you must live by faith. So we are shepherds and pastors, and leaders, and whatever we are, we live by faith. We please God by faith. Now, prayer is the single most powerful expression of your faith. Why? Because faith is depending on God. Depending on God. And prayer, there's nothing that shows your dependence on God more than prayer. When you pray, you are demonstrating that your, your faith is in God and not in strategies. So, so you will notice that Jesus was a man of faith. 
He was a man of authority. They came to ask for taxes from him. He said, go and catch a fish. Open the mouth. Wow. <laughs> he told a tree. He told a what? A tree. No man will eat from you from now on. The next day, the tree was brown. Say power. And we know that the source of Christ's authority was his prayer life every day. Hmm. Karamazata kapakapata. And let me tell you, let me, let me also discourage you a little. Let, let me discourage you. Those of you sitting here who are waiting for programs and group, group activities. Like at 4, 10, 4 o'clock on Tuesday, a group wakes up to pray. A group is having an all night. A group is doing something. Those of you here who do things only when groups are doing something, I'm telling you that you have failed before you started. Yes. Because the most powerful habits are not done in groups. Your most powerful habits are what you develop yourself. So much that when you are in groups, the groups don't even change you. So better develop your personal prayer. We can say, oh, we are waking up at four to pray. Many of you, you wake up at four, you just start praying, you just put some emoticons there. There's a blue man with some lines from his mouth. Line, blue man. You just put four there. You put four there, and then you sleep. Then nine, nine minutes later, the alarm rings again. Then you wake up, you put four. And nine minutes. So if you check some people, they post it every nine minutes because the alarms, they, work, they, they wake you up every nine minutes. If you yourself on your own don't practice prayer, on your own, you don't practice reading the Bible, on your own, you don't practice holiness. Nobody is with you. You say, never. I won't sleep with you. <laughs> when, you think of it. When are you going to be in a group having sex? When? <laughs> having sex in a group. When? So, the group has stopped. So, I've also stopped. <laughs> the group has stopped. So, I've also stopped. There's no group. It's you and the boy. It's you and the man. It's you and the girl. It's you and the pornography. How often will you find a group watching pornography? How often? Just recently I heard of two brothers who watch pornography and then the one goes to this room and one goes to that room. A lot of things are done alone. Even when we were fooling, when um, we were clubbing we didn't have money. Most of the time, because when you go to the club, you must buy the Guinness, you must buy the beer. You need to buy. And you must be drunk. 
And you don't have money to buy enough beer to be drunk. So by the time it's by 7 p.m., we, we go and buy appetites. We have half bottle or half, 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 half glass. So as we are entering, we are already fine. <laughs> so one glass, one and a half glasses, then we are, so wow, the guy. But everybody has his own ways and means. May you have your own ways and means. Bishop tells us a story of some brothers who went to club. They were clubbing in town. Moved from club to club. And then around four, five, they finished. And they were going home. And they were using one person's car. So they all sat in their car. Drunk and whatever. And they were moving. But as they were going, the car was quiet. You know, they had been jamming in the nightclub with sound. Then suddenly, the car was quiet. So, Charlie, make you play some music. Make you play some music. Those days, we used to use cassettes. Do you know cassettes? Yeah. So, the guy, they, they just opened the guy's glove compartment and took a cassette and put, put, put it inside. When they put the cassette inside, a, a pastor was preaching. Hey! Open up! As with the booze, with the clap, you in the sock messages. And the guy said, Charlie, if you secure yourself, oh, for secure yourself. <laughs> you can clap your hands. For secure yourself. So we are all drinking, we are all fooling, we are all smoking weed, we are all stealing, we are all doing things, but he has secured himself with messages. Develop your personal prayer life. Having an all night in a group will not give you a habit. I'll take it again. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Having an all night in a group will not give you a habit. Having prayer meetings in groups, doing Bible study in groups, things done in groups don't bring habits. It's an act of faith. When you pray, you show that you believe in God. When you don't pray, you show that you believe in your strategies. You believe in, you know, oh yeah, we have come here. We have brought our, our strategies. Movie one, movie two, movie three, movie four. Say movie one. Movie two. Movie three. Movie four. Salvation Sunday. Four. These are strategies called industrialization. But ladies and gentlemen, we must believe more in the God of the work than in the strategies that are being used to do anything. Listen, sometimes a God, he will show you. Yeah, you have strategies, you try this, you move here, you try that, the thing is still going down. Say, yes, I will show you that I am God. You can never work for me without talking to me. Number two, we are closing. Pray. Because prayer makes you a man of anointing. A man of anointing. How many of you want to be anointed? Anointed. Yes. It's not by might. Not by power. But by the anointing. The ministry is by the anointing. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth 
with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. To go about preaching and teaching, you must be anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. How? God. How? God. Anointed. People without anointings don't do much. Now, to be anointed, one of the major pillars of the anointing, every anointed man you know, the young Gichos, the Bishop Daguard Meltzer, the Archbishop Duncan William, all the men of anointing you know are men of prayer. Habits. Jesus, help us all. We are falling. Fallen. Exodus 24 verse 18. You see right there. Exodus 24 verse 18. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up in the mount, into the mount. And Moses, Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 what? Nights. Moses was a man of prayer. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 7. 2 Corinthians 3, 7. Watch it. But if the ministration of death, written and engraved in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance. Moses is appearing in the New Testament. As a man whose face was full of oil and glory. Anointed. Haba. You want your face? No wonder your face is full of makeup. Yes. Because if, if there's no favor on your face, you must polish it to shine. But the women of anointing, women of oil, they don't make no makeup. You see the face that this woman is a different caliber than this type of toy girls. Toy girls. Wake up and pray so that your face will shine. When you see a convert, an unbeliever, and you are talking, when he sees your face, your face even will convert him. Because your face is exuding power and glory and anointing. Because you have prayed inside your room before you came out. You didn't eat banku to come out. Number three, we are closing. Is it number three? Ah. Pray because prayer makes you into a man of authority. Authority. Matthew 7. 28. It came to pass. When Jesus had ended the sayings, Shanola Bahanda, the people were astonished at his doctrine. Many times on Sundays, when I finish preaching, people are amazed at the power in the room. Yes, they are amazed. I myself, sometimes when I look at what is good, I say, wow. One day, I was, I was standing by the speaker there and God told me, watch what is going on. It's not common. Here, here, by the speaker there. 
by that uh, column there. He told me, some things were happening in the hall. Sunday morning. And he told me clearly, he said, watch what is going on. I think I myself was becoming familiar. He said, watch it carefully. What is happening is not common. He told me in my ear, it's not common. They were astonished at his doctrine. When he finished preaching. 29. Next verse. For he taught as one having authority and not as a scribe. No, when a person is teaching, you can tell by how he's teaching whether he's a man of prayer. You can tell. The person can come and say, First evening, I want to teach something about prayer. Say, prayer. My dear brothers and my sisters, on this special day of Lent, Jesus is speaking to us. He's saying to us, lay down your life. (laughs) Lay down your life. But I have come to say to you, don't just lay down. But also lay down your stomach. For in these days, anyone who does not pray will not see the hand of God. That's why we of the called, all we do is toward pray. <laughs> it is noteworthy at this time to state. <laughs> Look, my dear friend, when you stand in your center service, and you are preaching it, your members will know that this guy, he doesn't pray. This man, he doesn't pray. If I give you this book now to share with us for the next three minutes before we close, we will know whether you are a man of prayer. We know whether you are a man of prayer. Sometimes, Bishop is preaching he even just at the last camp in America, he did. In the middle of the preaching, he just leaves. Eh? Dr. Go, take over. And do I take over? Yes. Where he stopped is where I start. Sometimes he comes and he stands at the back. He's just listening. Because the power that people are experiencing. It's wonderful to watch. As I'm preaching right now, Bwati, can I give you the book to continue? 
Judy, can I give you the book to continue? As uh, 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 I'm preaching right now, then I, I just feel, she, the toilet has come. Please. You wait for me. You wait for me. Receive authority. I was in my house and I got a text from my wife about uh, three days ago or so. She said, Yvonne is preaching powerfully. Yes, Lady Pastor Yvonne. The the, the, the flaming fire first service, the second service. She was preaching at Mampo. Aunt Mammy asked her to preach. Yes, your mouth like wow. Your mouth. And my wife, my wife, she doesn't talk by her too. No. Some things can be going on. You say she won't make a comment. I don't know what type of people those people too are. <laughs> it's like they are just there. I mean, before she, she must be very impressed before she says something is nice. Say, hey, open her. Me, they are a Hey, tell you are preaching. No. See, they tell So when she sent the text, I realized that yes, Moses had appeared in Mampo. When you are preaching at Mampo, would somebody say, would my wife say that Frida is doing something here? You are looking at my face. When we go home, no matter when you sleep, wake up. Wake up and pray small before you move out. Wake up! So that you can have authority. The centurion said, I am a man under authority. And I say to her, one of the signs that you have authority is that you say to somebody to go, and he goes. It's a sign. It's a sign. I tell people, come full time. They come full time in history. They leave their jobs. I have just not come to you. <laughs> I say, I have just not come to you. If I say that, leave your job and, and come and work with me, you will come. Authority. Authority. Did you see authority here on Sunday? Last Sunday? Yes. Authority. Power. You may not have a service like this. But in your small bus, even bus center, to tell people to come and join a bus, you won't do. Somebody who is from, you are from Medina. Somebody from Subenya who has stopped and is walking in the church. You have added him to your Medina Basenta. How will you have authority? Because you, you, are, you are a fake. You are a fake. F, you, are, you, you are a fake. You are a fake. Wake up and pray. Ministry is not done by moving up and down. It's done on the knees. I woke up this morning. I needed money to pay some, for something. I said, Lord, what do I do? And he, he, he just gave me somebody. He said, call this person and tell him that you are, you, you are doing something. I, 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 and myself. I called him. He said, I'll call you back. This evening, I was here, he called me. He came to me. A bank, 10,000 cities. Easy. He said, go and pay. You are telling me, wow. 
you can't even get people to support your BBIG. You can't get your members to give to Ghana. Because you don't pray. You are powerless. Authorityless. Right, do you have asthma? The way you are breathing as saints. Are you okay? okay? Number five. Is it number five? Number four. Pray because prayer binds demonic activities in your ministry. Let's say it again. One go. Pray because prayer binds demonic activities in your ministry. One go. Pray because Prayer binds demonic activities in your ministry. Look at your neighbor and tell the person, pray because prayer binds demonic activities in your ministry. Demons are around. Demons are in your center. Demons are in this church. Demons are in your center. Pray because until you pray, Demons will be freely moving. You have to bind activities that cause divisions and disloyalty. Yes. It's not all disloyalty you can handle. You must pray. If you don't pray, divisions will destroy your basenta. Yes, division. Somebody, was it this church? Somebody, a, a normal thriving center. Beautiful center. A brother came with gifts. Either he could sing or he could preach something. I've seen the story. He was with them one month, two months. One day they came. The brother was not there. Three quarters of the center moved with the brother to go and start a new church. Yes. The center leader was left with just three or four members. One was his beloved, somebody I don't know what that is. Yeah. But if you pray, divisions will be, will be killed before it kills your ministry. Anybody coming with a mind of spoiling your ministry dies first. You must bind demonic activities that cause poverty, depression, and oppression in your members. Your members, as they are sitting there, they are being oppressed by pornography. I am telling you to share testimonies in your center. You don't share testimonies. You won't. So your members in there don't even know what is great change. That somebody, a weed smoker, a this type of person will stand in the center and say, I was like this. And now I arrange chairs in the center. It's a great change. If you don't pray, oppression, depression, and demonic activities. As they are sitting there, they are, they, I mean, they are swimming with demons. If you don't bind the devil, Bishop says, he will bind you in your own church. Yes. If you don't bind him, he will bind you in your own church. You will not be able to minister. Yeah. You stand there, you see that you are standing there, you are preaching, we are today, we are, we are, we are, we are talking about prayer, and I, I'm moving up and down. If you joke, 
a girl with full of demons will come and sleep with you when you stand there. You start singing. You can't even preach. <laughs> yeah. The center, which was vibrant, there was a choir in it, there were dancing stars. A girl has come to clear you. And she starts talking to people. Don't come. This person is this. This scatters your work. Such a sister now. Clap your hands and pray and bind some devils right now. Now, 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 now. Otherwise, this beautiful life you are living, somebody will come and spoil it. And once we mention demons, don't think they are plastic toys. When we say demons, they have power. So you too, develop your power. Luke 10, 19. I give you power against all the power of the enemies. Yes. Power for power. That's why we wake up and pray. Otherwise, you'll be amazed that you are a weed smoker in two years' time. Amazed that you are no more in church. Yes. I can mention names of reverend today. They are not in church. You think the devil is happy with what I'm doing now? What I'm doing now? You think he's happy with it? Kai. When I finish, then I just, I just go and eat and sleep. And I wake up and eat and move. I won't be here. The demons who are looking for me, you have no idea. You don't, if I tell you, you will remove your clothes and be mad. Yes. If I, if I reveal to you the attacks I am under, you will remove your clothes and go mad. You don't pray and see. You think I'm the only one they are looking for? <laughs> I said, you think I'm the only one they are looking for? Hmm. No servant is greater than his master. If they did it to their master, they, they are coming for you also. You don't pray. Don't wake up and pray about your work. Don't wake up and pray. It is in the ministry, as you are serving God, that you will start committing some sins you never committed even as an unbeliever. In the ministry as a pastor. In the ministry as a center leader, you won't believe what you'll be doing. You don't pray. Demons are looking for you. That one, they will not lie to you. I can't deceive you. I can't deceive you. Number five. Is it number five? Pray because prayer creates and gives birth to new dimensions in ministry. Say new dimensions. Oh, when I see when I think of settings, I remember my prayer times. It's difficult for me to pray without taking my iPad to write something. The ideas just come. Do this. 
was in prayer. And the Lord spoke to me. Swap the services. How? Oh, we are fine. I said, move the, the, the gathering service to 10.30. And bring flaming fire from 2 o'clock to 6. You want to spoil my church? As Holy Spirit, do you want to spoil my church? So you, you joke with the instruction. You joke. Young people who were coming to church at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Sundays, I now had to change for them to come to church at 7 a.m. Today, that church which was in the afternoon and is now in the morning has almost doubled in size. There are ideas, but if you don't pray, you will never hear. So all that is left of you is mimi akemfe. What did they say we should do? They said we should do move. Uh, today, uh, please, today is, it, is today movie or move? Is, is, is it movie two or movie one? This, uh, whose one is move? Move is what? Man on. Man on what? Massive. Oh, oh. It's not man on orgasm. Oh, okay. Massive organized prayer. I thought it was man on orgasm. They say we should fill forms. They say we should pray. They say we should wake up. Your life, most of you here, your life is just, they say, they say, they say we should come. They say, there's nothing new in your life. You yourself, the things I'm doing here, it's not in any book in Lighthouse. New dimensions in prayer. The Lord will tell me, industrialization, changes. I mean, last week, it, as I was preaching, the Lord was speaking to me in the preaching. Here. Yeah. How can you be serving somebody you don't hear from him? And it is in prayer. As you pray, God will tell you, appoint Bernard as a singer. Remove Rachel. Remove her. Oh, the instructions I receive, more. And it's making me luxuriant and buoyant. It's making me what? What? Luxuriant and buoyant. I am luxuriating by the day. Yes. Because of the art of hearing. In prayer, God speaks. I said, there is no man who is great. Neither is any man who is small. But there is a man who doesn't pray or a man who prays. That's all. Number six, pray. Because prayer is the first apostolic command to every minister. Yes. The first command to anybody who wants to. How many of you want to serve God? I can't see your hand. How many of you want to do something small to sweep for God? To usher for God? To preach for God? To organize for God? To bask for God? Can I see your hand? You want to do something for God? First Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. Pray, because prayer is the first apostolic command to every minister. It says, I exhort, I am, I, am, I am teaching on the inspiration. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, number one, it's not outreach. 
Tell your neighbor, number one is not outreach. Tell her, number one is not dancing. Tell him, number one is not singing. First of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. These are the different variations, different types of prayer. Supplications is a type of prayer. Prayers is a type of prayer. Intercession is a type of prayer. Thanksgiving is a type of prayer. I exhort therefore that first of all, pray. If you want to be great, pray. Number seven, pray. I've told you this already. Because the apostles who were full of habits, they refused to give up prayer when they were under pressure from administrative duties. They refused. They ref- why? Why did they refuse? Because it was a habit. It was a part of their lives. Yes. What is a habit? Nothing can dislodge. Even if your wife is dead in your arms, you still call for four thoughts. Habit. Habit. Kasato Mahandalaba. No matter what you are doing, you are praying. You are going for outreach. You, you, I, I, I pray that today, when you go home, and before you sleep, pray and ask God to give you four habits. Four habits. One should be the habit of praying. One is the habit of reading your Bible. One is the habit of winning souls. And the other one is the habit of teaching and preaching. A habit. Go about preaching. Go about winning souls. Go about praying. Go about with your word. You will be a great man. Not just in the ministry, but in every area of your life. Pray. Pray. Apostle said, we will never. We are under pressure. It must have been important for them Never to give up prayer. Yes. Don Gicho talks about four key pillars in church growth. Prayer, preaching, administration, and uh, I forgot the fourth one. Prayer, preaching, administration, and uh, what was the fourth one? He said, if you're under pressure and you must leave one, Drop one. Drop this one. You will drop this. And if you drop the fourth one, I've forgotten the fourth one, and you must drop yet another one, drop administration. If you are still under pressure, you must drop one. Drop preaching. Oh, yes. Yes. The last thing you must drop is prayer. And he said, if you are under pressure to drop the fourth one, don't drop prayer. No prayer. No pressure, sorry should let you drop prayer. I want us to live here with a determination to be men and women, boys and girls of prayer. Of prayer. I thank God. I will not, I'm not here to impress you. I will not impress you. I thank God for first love. I thank God. When my sons come home, my children are in the house, when I wake up in the night, I'm going to look for some water to drink or whatever. Then you hear there's a message going on. Papa Hagen is on. A camp is on. 
it will be here 3 a.m. It's in his room. A guy, a first love guy, small boy, 18 years old. He came to my house to disturb me. I said, This boy, I won't bring you to my house again. <laughs> 18 or 19 years old. I gave him a certain room near my bedroom. Ah! <laughs> 1 a.m. He prayed that till 6 a.m. When I woke up, I said, you, eh? you. <laughs> they pray. They are not just darting up and down. They have all night. They have half night. They have, I, mean, I learned a Saturday morning uh, prayer, prayer meetings from them. Saturday morning, they are praying. At UPS. Were you not praying when you were in first love? Are you praying now? We say Saskatchewan. <laughs> Saskatchewan. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Saskatchewan. It's a, it's a city in Canada, but it is also an insult. <laughs> or Saskatchewan or Saucepan. <laughs> You are praying in first love. You've come to sit here. You won't pray. Saucepan. <laughs> Number eight. Pray. Because prayer was a great part of Christ's ministry. Abba. It was. And it is. How many of you are following Jesus? Our soul, four of you here are following Jesus. Who are the four? Who are following Jesus Christ? Four. Ah, okay, I've seen you. It was, and it is, whilst he was on earth, daily, he was praying, fastings, prayings, then he was murdered. After three and a half years of ministry. And the Bible says, Now he ever liveth to make intercessions for us. He ever liveth. He was. He said, Wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost, seeing he ever liveth to make intercessions. He is not living now dancing or singing. Some of you think he is worshiping. He ever liveth to intercede. If you are following Jesus, may a small drop of his prayer life come upon you. No, you will see, look, if you pray a lot, you say, even your face changes, your demeanor changes, your depressive look changes to, to, to something more hopeful. The way you walk changes. You, you walk with energy. You move. Pray because prayer releases captives. Say, prayer releases captives. You know, do you know why I know you are going to do very well? Because you know when you come here, we don't close early, but you still come. It means you are prepared to suffer. 
you are prepared to do something that is difficult, at least once a week, may this habit never leave you. I said, may this habit, may add this one to your habits. Yes, that once a week there, you walk to your house. Receive it now. Pray because prayer releases captives. That's why there are no new converts from your region. Last Sunday, the converts came. Some regions had 11. Some regions had 4. Some regions had 2. Some regions opened their hands. Zello. Zello. Why? Because there is no prayer. Only prayer. Luke 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Has anointed me to preach the gospel, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance. Deliverance. One of the ministries of a man of God is the anointing to bring, to preach, to pray, to whatever, to bring deliverance. Even when you preach, when you win a soul, it brings deliverance. Because you came from somewhere. Yeah. Because, you see, depending on what, you can't just come from anywhere and speak by heart. Can I say it again? Yeah. We are closing this number nine. It means we are doing number ten and we have closed. Can I say it again? Yeah. Or, or, or you are bored? Yeah. You must be very careful what you say. If you have not come from a certain place, don't say some things. I told some, a group recently, I said, when you listen to my podcast, be careful not to preach the way I preach. Yeah. I met a pastor today. Today, this morning, he came to kneel down in front of me. He said, pastor, pray for me. I prayed for him. But I told him, be very, very careful. Don't copy the way I preach. Don't. Don't copy it. But there have been many times I've felt like stopping my podcast. It's okay to me many times. And I'm hoping one day I'll hear it well. Yeah, I will stop the podcasts altogether. I don't want anybody to even hear how, how I preach. Because you can learn a very bad habit from my preaching. If you try to preach the way I preach, Like Sunday, I told Andrew, don't put that message up. I said, delete the file. Delete it. I'm going around your, your church, facing church, you have come to church, show me your podcast. What, what do you mean? Get up. Just go, go outside. Somebody's father. Somebody's father. Go out and go and, go and uh, uh, I don't know. Before I'm talking to him, I have been in this house. We have eaten food already as you have come here. So what you are doing is I can't drama. <laughs> you haven't visited. Uh-huh, Zara, you have not visited. You have not prayed. And you are preaching the way I preach. <laughs> I said, delete that file. This is the first time in my life I've asked a message I've preached to be deleted. I don't want it anyway. Delete it, remove it. I don't want it. <laughs> because see, I don't want people to learn bad habits. Oh yes, I mean it. That's 
I said, don't put it up. They should learn normal preaching, like this one. Tonight, put it up. (laughs) Tonight, upload it. You you can't. John the Baptist is telling Herod, he's a dragon, he's a serpent. People are snakes. You also go go and preach at John the Baptist, snakes. Do you know how he died? Do you want to die that way? (laughs) Do you want to die that way? Do you know why he died and when he died was well? Do you know when you should die? You shouldn't die a foolish death. Oh. Yes. Yes. Anointings are different. Know that. If you don't know what you are carrying, be very careful. You need to come from somewhere to speak a certain way. I'm teaching in English. You have not prayed. You have not lived a certain way. You get up, you are preaching like me. That's why I, mean. I don't promote my podcast. I promote that God's podcast. My, if you, I'm pastor today. No. A, a bishop somewhere. He says he, he's going around preaching at conventions. He's had a season of conventions. And everywhere he goes, and everyone should listen to Bishop Ogo. I say, this man is causing problems. It's causing problems. Yes, I'm telling you. There are some words, there are some things. You shouldn't say them. You should be very wise what you say. <laughs> you don't say because I'm saying it. Yeah. Where I've come from, you haven't come from there. You haven't come from there. That's why the, the sons of the bishop, Skiba, they heard the way Paul was talking. And they were also talking. So in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. What about the name of Jesus, whom you also preach? You hear the point I'm making? In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. But you are not preaching. And you are using the name of Jesus to say things Paul, who is preaching, is saying. Clearly, there will be two different effects. The madman turned and said, am I the one you are talking to? Say yes. Come out! Because they had heard Paul saying it. Come out! Am I the one? Come out! Am I the one? Am I the one? Am I the one? Am I the one? Pa, 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 pa. They left their chalewati. They ran naked. Read your Bible. Yeah. They fled out of that house naked and wounded. There are some wounds you get from the way you preach. They ran naked and what? Wounded. That's why when Gabriel came to Mary to announce, he's called it the, the Annunciation. He said, I am Gabriel. I came from the presence of God. And I'm saying to you that without sperms, you get pregnant. Did it happen? You'll be walking about. You don't pray like me. You want to preach like me? How? You are mad. If you like go and tell them they are mad. You will see your, you will see your church again. <laughs> You've not prayed like me. You want to preach like me? Ah, I don't understand you. And you stand, you are talking by heart. 
and you are surprised that only three people are in your, in your meeting. Only two. Even one is going to go because she's in a period and she's in pain. She must go and take para. So, by the time the service ends, only one boy is still there. <laughs> Pray. Oh, I love this one. Pray. Because prayer availeth much. Oh, Jesus. Confess your faults. James 5, verse 16. Confess your faults one to another. Or some wake up. Confess your faults one to another. And pray for one another. <laughs> that he may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Avail it, man. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. <laughs> Say the prayer. <laughs> Listen, I'm preaching. Don't disturb the message. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Say, I'm righteous. Say, I'm the righteousness of God. So, Bible says, when pray because prayer avails much. You see, availeth much. It's old English, but it means to avail much means to succeed. Prayer succeeds. Where your where your where your strategies fail, prayer will succeed. You'll be in the church and they are just coming. Ah, but how, where are they from? Who is bringing them? I don't know. But prayer, the prayers to pray. That's why, that's why Young Gicho said, if you were to be a young man to start ministry all over again, he will only be in his room and be calling the people to come. He will just be praying and they will be coming. May people enter your center service tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, because you pray. Prayer, availeth much means prayer succeeds. It means prayer prevails. To prevail means to happen in spite of. To prevail means to happen in spite of. In spite of the rain, they came. In spite of no money, they walked in. In spite of their sadness, they came. May your members come in spite of. Pray. Because prayer prevails. To, to avail much means to do something. To do something. Pray because prayer does something. Pray because prayer does something. AJBB. It does something. Oh, yes. What outreach can do, prayer can do. What witnessing can do, prayer can do. I don't know you, but some people, your witness, your witness, they don't come. But one day you are in the church, you know, they themselves just come because prayer, prayer, it does something. It does something. May prayer replace what your effort could not achieve. May prayer do in your center, in your zone, in your region, in your ministry. May what your effort could not do be done by prayer. To avail much means to be helpful. Prayer helps you. It helps you. This time I'm praying. I'm preaching, sorry. I feel help. 
I was having an all night at the Kodesh. I could sense that I was being held. I just knew I was being held by a presence in the atmosphere. Because prayer helps. The more you pray, the more you are held. Don't put your faith in strategies. Don't put your faith in movie one, movie two, movie three, movie four. Pray! Put your prayer, your, your, your faith in God by prayer. Yes. Pray. Prayer ability much means to ability much means to strike an impression. To strike an impression. It also means to be effective. Prayer is effective. So what you say something is effective, it means it can make things happen. What pre- preaching can do, prayer can do. You preach and preach and preach. It doesn't happen. But you pray and you pray and it happens. Prayer is effective. Pray. Because prayer availeth much means it means it accomplishes much. Yes. I pray that there will be accomplishments in your ministry. Yes. The Phillips translation, the Phillips translation of James 5.16 is tremendous power is made available through a good man's earnest prayer. Tremendous power is made available. Power to move people to church. Power to make people stop things. Power to make people serve God. Power to move. Power to make things happen. Tremendous power. That is Philip's translation. Olaf M. Norley translation says, the prayer of a righteous man can bring powerful results. The prayer of a righteous man can bring what? Powerful results. Olaf M. Norley. Amplified. See, the prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, which is dynamic in its working. Receive tremendous power through prayer. William's translation says, an upright man's prayer, when it keeps at work, is very powerful. When it keeps working, is very powerful. I feel charged. Today, I taught you one of the journeys. If you have a vision to build a mega church, it will take you on a journey. And one of them is a journey to pray. From your bed to that chair is a journey. From your room to that room is a prayer. It's a journey. From your house to Mampong is a journey. From your house to retreat in somebody's house is a journey. I pray that if you can't move from here to Mampong, move from your bed to a chair. By, by, by all means, move. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. And ask the Lord that in your lifetime as a minister, you make that journey. You make that journey. Just thank you. I'm very happy you came. God bless you for coming. He will change you. He will change you. You won't be like this forever. He will change you. Don't preach what a person is preaching when you have not prayed what he has prayed. Don't try to do what someone is doing when you've not done what is done in prayer. Kakuga, 
Kaduga Maga Agaga Bagogazi Kadoga Kanilo Mahoandia Miando Makula Miando Makula Abilo Mahusa We are grateful Lord For your blessing We know you will change our life Yes We know you will bless us Oh yes We know you will bless us Lift your hands and say I'm not useless I'm not useless. Say, I'm not useless. I'm not useless. I'm just prayerless. I'm just prayerless. Say, I'll become prayerful. I'll become prayerful. And be useful. And be useful. To God. To God. To my pastor. To my pastor. To the church. To the church. Just lift your hands and thank God. Thank you, Jesus. There's no God who is There's only a prayerless man. Oh, thank you, Lord. To Lama. Abruma Hasita. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Keep clapping your hands. The message will be up on podcasts. Listen to it again and again because those outside are using it to build their churches. Listen again and again. In Jesus' name. Amen.